much into the contest. It is Thursday the 27th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane, our producer Dan McHugh, he does some very interesting and thorough research. What has he found? He's found a guy who lived to the age of 94, was regarded as the dirtiest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like mud on the skin. Yeah, I'm not talking about my old flatmate, Martin <laughs> Haywood. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a guy who didn't have a bath, they reckon, or a shower for 60 years, and uh, they finally got him to have one, and he died a month later. What's so there the moral you go. of that story? Stay out of the tub. Stay filthy. <laughs> That's a great one. I love it. Well, what about Ireland? What about Ireland beating England? They've done Australia a huge favour in the T20 World Cup. We'll talk about that. Tim Payne, we're getting a little extract day by day on this book. This latest one is all about Justin Langer. And uh, what about this Italian rugby player? The women's player banned for 12 games. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. So if you told me at the start of this World Cup, this English side, captained by Joss Butler, uh, a mighty, mighty T20 outfit, mm. that they'd be beaten by Ireland, I wouldn't have believed you. I would not have believed you, Shana. No, hard to believe. The Irish are on fire. The luck of the Irish, as they say. Um, they batted first. And look, and they, they, they got to a fantastic start. They only ended up scoring 157. They were on track to make... Possibly, with only a couple of wickets down, 180 to 190. Mm. Um, and it was only because one of the English bowlers towards the end uh, took took a few quick wickets, bowing leg spin. Um, but England, yeah, all bundled out with a reduced game, um, only making 105. Andrew Balburnie from the Irish team scored 62 or 47, was named player of the match. But what a huge upset, Tim. You're right. We thought with the top three that England have, they would uh, be a very, very hard team to beat. But it's going to show that pressure in a big in a big World Cup stage can, can take its best on the best of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Indian cricket team very happy with the way Virat Kohli steered them to victory against Pakistan in mm. front of 90-odd thousand. Contrasting feelings for lunch yesterday when they were oh. dished up some ordinary sangers. Like, you and I both, obviously, we've mentioned it many times on the podcast, spent a lot of time in India. And, and in most places, it's big, hot, cooked. Uh, curries and whatever you want. Cold sambos don't really cut it sometimes. No, and they've complained saying after three hours of hard training just to get a few cold sandwiches is not good enough and, and that's fair enough too. I think uh, look, some of these players um, from the Indian cricket team in particular, they, they are all multi-millionaires um, and they <laughs> they generally get pretty good service. They've got their own servants, etc. Um, but yeah, I think something a little bit hotter. It was pretty cold the other day down in Melbourne, so they want something a little bit warmer than just cold sandwiches. Yeah. And fair enough, too. Yeah, some of the food at the cricket grounds in India, just fantastic. Absolutely yep. beautiful. Um, now, uh, Tim Payne, this is the latest. This book's going to sell well for Christmas, isn't it? You know, you're going to bundle <laughs> bundle it into a few of the uh, the uh, pillow slips. Mate, if you know Tim Payne, I'd be buying this book yourself because it's a good chance you'd be getting a ribbing as well. <laughs> he's having a crack at everyone. He's now, uh, another excerpt here is that he's having a crack at Cricket Australia on the way that 
the Justin Langer exit was handled. Mm. He said it was embarrassing and unprofessional, and I quote him there. Um, and he said for him to be only given a six-month extension on his contract, he, he, used the, he used the phrase, what the fuck? And, um, yeah, he said he couldn't believe that. But So he's definitely uh, – there's no doubt Tim Payne um, has his issues with Cricket Australia and how he was handled um, with the sexting scandal. Um, so is this his chance to get his own back, I think, here? Yeah, he's got a good PR agent, whoever's doing it. They've, mm. they've been very systematic about it. All the old WTFs come out. Yep. Now, um, Novak Djokovic, it looks like there's every chance he'll be back playing here in Australia. Yeah, this will be interesting, won't it? Um, they're saying that the Albanese mm. government may consider overturning the ruling. He was given a three-year visa ban, um, and he's still unvaccinated, by the way. Um, but that doesn't matter now. They're not testing on uh, entry to the country. Uh, look, positive signs. He's a nine-time Australian Open champion. Would do you do we want to see the best play in this country? Yes, we do. I don't know, Tim. Where do you sit on this one? I, I, oh, I think I think let him play. Yeah. I mean, look. Obviously, he's he's you know been a bit of a knob at times, but a bit I, of I a think knob. You know, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be polite here, but I, I, I just think yeah. Um, COVID is a bit of a memory. It was a very dark period mm. for a long, long time. So can we just roll down the road? They're my thoughts anyway. Uh, but, I mean, the Australian government and, and Tennis Australia aren't going to listen to Tim Gilbert, I guarantee you that much. Now, golf. What about the live <laughs> tour, Shana? Um, mm. Are we going to be having golfers go around in golf carts and teeing it up on the fairway soon? They're allowing electronic range finders. Well, the way I see it, Tim, that every golfer that plays on the weekend has one of these almost. Um, they're going to introduce technology into the game of golf now, but we're really moving away now from the traditional format. Yeah. Um, they're bringing in franchises and teams and that sort of stuff. They're really trying to take golf to the next level, and I think the introduction of technology will work really well. Um, everyone uses it. Uh, it's a huge, huge market, uh, the golf uh, product market. Um, this is only going to help it. So they're, um, they've got to get their money back some way, Tim, and this might be the way they're going to do yeah. it by actually – or endorsing certain products. Yeah, I've got one of those watches. I've got to get one of my kids to work out how to use it. I'm sure it's not that complex. It's just that I'm very simplex. Um, now, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Man United fans, many of them not happy because uh, he's been caught on camera basically in the moment where he said, no, I'm not going on. Yeah, one of the fans has a bit of footage and they reckon that was the exact moment. Mm. So they're really now siding with the manager, um, Eric Ten Hag. And yeah, they can see the definite... Um, I suppose refusal to go onto the field and uh, and then storm off down the um, down to exit the, the the ground itself. So yeah, the Man, U, Man United fans are not happy at all. Yep, stay with us on Afternoon Sport. We'll be talking F1, AFL, Rugby Union, and plenty more. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. G'day, it's Richard Cheekway here. I look forward to having lunch with you on Friday the 28th in Sydney at Shano's Lunch with Lee event. Head to lunchwithlee.com for all details and see you there.
this Essendon review not real flush, eh? No, a terrible review. Uh, it was a horror mm. season, really, in 2022. Um, in short, the, the review states that the training standards need to be hugely overhauled. Um, they need to get some unity amongst the playing group. They need to restore strong Indigenous ties and appoint a First Nations board member. That They're the three big mm. takeouts. But they really need to build on their culture. Um, they said that uh, the team is sort of operating individually um, and not as a unit. Uh, and it's pretty hard to win big matches when you're not playing as a unit. Oh, it'd be hard for their supporters. They yep. are a mighty club. They've done so much, won so many premierships. But ever since that drug scandal, things have been sliding. Now, Alistair Clarkson uh, back behind the desk at North Melbourne. Yes, he is. He's back. Um, and it's good news for the North Melbourne supporters themselves who have the most supporters um, in the actual league. Um, so he comes back amid the, still the racism investigations. And Clarkson said finally he gets a, his chance to have his say on this at least has a platform now, uh, but he'll resume training, uh, you know, probably a month late, later than he would have liked to be, um, and take up the reins there at North Melbourne. What about this Italian rugby union player? Um, she thought she was uh, uh, hoeing into a plate of um, spaghetti and vongoli and um, <laughs> bitten someone, and she's out for 12 games. This is unbelievable at the, the Rugby Union World Cup. Yeah, the Women's World Cup. Sarah Tanisi, she, um, well, she's caught... I don't think 12 games is enough. If you bite someone, she bit the Japanese player. If you bite someone, I think you should get a life ban if you're caught. Mm. I think that's a horrible act. Um, but, yeah, 12 games, they're saying that's a lot. But I think in a, in a World Cup, representing your country against another country to bite someone, it's not an accident, is it? No, absolutely not. It's, it's That and eye gouging, yeah, I reckon, are bans. the lowest of the yeah. lows. Lowest of the lows. Uh, what about this Apple boss, Tim Cook? He's been trolled uh, on social media because he just didn't get into the, fla- the flag waving at, uh, at the F1. His checkered flag was a very poor wave. They're saying it yep. was lacklustre, not good enough, and he's been smashed up. Nothing worse than a limp flag, Tim. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Always said that. Well, he, look, Always. I think um, we all know how passionate F1 supporters are, and people would give their left testicle <laughs> to uh, to uh, actually be able to stand on that um, the finish line and, and wave that flag. And the way that he did it was there was no enthusiasm at all, and they're saying it's embarrassing, and he's been absolutely trolled on, on social media, as you said, Tim. They've really gone hard, hard at him. I don't know if I'd give it up. Um, just to wave the flag. Anyway, what about the young Aussies doing well in the basketball overseas? Oh, mate, we, we keep producing. Uh, two, two of our young mm. up-and-coming stars, uh, Dyson Daniel and Jock Landale, um, just had fantastic outings. Landale for the Phoenix Suns scored 17 points, seven rebounds mm. and two blocks. And Di- amazing. amazing, yeah. But Dyson Daniel, the, the young rookie from the New Orleans Pelicans, had 11 points, three rebounds, two assists and three steals. Um, both getting a lot of headlines and, uh, yeah, looking good for, uh, once again, for a really good Australian representation in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, look, wrapping it up today with Ireland beating England, you've got a, um, a World Cup story that didn't end all that well for the Aussies back in 1999, a, a squad that you were a part of. Yeah, it was early in the tournament. We played in Cardiff against New Zealand, mm. a game that we were expected to win um, and unfortunately lost to New Zealand. It really put us under pressure. And I'm just sort of relating now to how England may be feeling. You've got two choices at that stage. And it was at that time Shane Warne wanted to – he was copying it in the press – um, there was a number of uh, pictures of him in his undies with um, certain women and 
And basically, he wanted to leave the whole tournament. Well, we rallied together, a bit like Essendon hasn't done, um, and got Warney up, and and we had to win seven games in a row, and turned out that we ended up winning the World Cup. So I know that England's probably right in that situation right now. They need to either rally or fall by the wayside. Yeah, and it opens the door for the Australians. Yeah, God rest his soul, the great Shane Keith Warne. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. A big thank you back tomorrow to do it all again. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Strive Stronger with Andrew May. Listen in as Andrew May explores the latest in human performance with an all-star cast of subject matter experts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.